everyone, and welcome to Shipwrecks and Shanties, a podcast all about Sea of Thieves, the new multiplayer online PvP pirate game from Rare. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always is my co-host, Siv. How's it going, Siv? Good, Jocelyn. I'm excited for this week because we are going to talk about combat. Yes, we're getting into all the cool good stuff, uh, in particular some of the enemies and some of the enemies that we haven't even seen in-game yet. So, Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be a good week, well, or at least going to be a good week for uh, us and our conversation, but unfortunately not such a great week for you. <laughs> no, um, we joke a lot that I'm 14 on the inside, and apparently it's somewhat true because despite being a grown man, I have to have my tonsils removed um, <laughs> this week. So we're actually recording this late Saturday evening. Uh, so it is a slight delay, but um, I'm having my tonsils out Monday morning. So by the time you hear this, I'm hopefully well on the road to recovery. I'm sure you'll be fine. I had my Absolutely. tonsils out when I was in my mid-20s and it wasn't terrible. You guys have lots of well, ice cream, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. And little little video games and uh, and some ice cream. So. Exactly. Uh, so this week on Shipwrecks and Shanties, we're actually going to be talking all about combat and enemies in Sea of Thieves. Uh, there's been a couple of new YouTube videos that have gone up, including one about Skeleton Forts that we'll talk about later. Um, but we kind of thought that it would be cool to talk to you guys about how exactly you go about combat. We're going to do a whole entire episode about, like, navigation and ship to ship combat so we're going to touch on it a little bit here but mostly we're going to leave that for a later episode um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about how you get to fight stuff in uh, sea of yeah Thieves. so i'm yeah. super super excited and it's built on the same engine as fortnite so did you get a chance to actually go in and play some fortnite to get a feel for kind of what that engine is like i you know i haven't gotten a chance to play yet um I was going to play the other night, but um, the, the person I was going to play with fell asleep. Think, I'm sorry. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> while while playing something else, I think. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, uh, I ended up playing Civ until like, I ended up playing Civilizations until like 5 a.m. <laughs> and I was oh, just man. watching RuPaul's wow. Drag Race. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was Amazing. a glorious evening. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, I was going to check out Fortnite. I, I didn't have time just because I've been really busy uh, getting ready to be off for a week. But... Um, I do watch several streamers um, that do play Fortnite on the regular. Um, so I, I feel like I, I just watching that and having played Sea of Thieves, I, there's definitely a lot of similarities just in the way that um, like jump motion works and, you know, kind of being able to gauge, can I jump to this thing or, or can I jump and shoot or, you know, um, the aiming looks a lot, is very similar uh, to see if thieves um, and Fortnite, there's a lot of shared DNA since they both use Unreal Engine Four. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to play it, but I, I mean, obviously, I've played Sea of Thieves. Um, I, I think it's it's gonna feel similar to Fortnite, which I mean, I'm not a huge Fortnite fan, but it's kind of made me want to try Fortnite a little bit. <laughs> I was like, of, I love how you, you know, say you're not a huge Fortnite fan, and you've literally never even been in to play the game. It's uh, a it's, great game, a guys. Visual. Don't listen to Civ. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm a I'm a big fan of PUBG. PUBG has its issues. I'm not denying that at all. But I do like PUBG. Fortnite is a different game, despite still being Battle Royale. It, it's a different game. And it's not necessarily my game just visually, but mm -hmm. I know a lot of other people love the visuals. Now, I love the way that the visual translates in Sea of Thieves. I think it's perfect to have this kind of 
you know, slightly skewed world of pirates and yeah, uh, not so realistic. Amazing. You want a right. realism or at least some realism in your shooters. I do. I do. I want realistic physics. And and, yeah, we've had this conversation before where like I actually do better in Fortnite in general because I'm a little bit more aggressive in PUBG. It's too realistic. I hide a lot. Uh, But in Fortnite, I'm like, I'm a cartoon. YOLO. So (laughs) I don't do that in PUBG nearly as much. And I think I'm a better Fortnite player for it. Um, yeah. so I feel like, yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. It is a different aesthetic and that can make you, it, it's it, a different it can game. Put you really. off. Yeah. Yeah. I think too many people try to try to, you know, pit the two against each other and, Oh, I'm a, I'm a PUBG guy. I'm a Fortnite guy. Well, you know, whatever, who cares? It's a game. Play it. Have fun. I intended <laughs> to play both and have fun. <laughs> I probably won't play either as much once Sea of Thieves comes out because I'm super jazzed about this game. Yeah, um, exactly. I feel like Sea of Thieves is going to be my new PUBG. I'm getting really sick I of that so game. <laughs> Just because well, of mean, all the problems you know, it has. It's true. It's true. But um, uh, yeah, no. Anyway. So yeah, talking a whole lot about games that aren't the game that we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, but in terms of the combat, I think you're right. Uh, with the bit of Fortnite that I have played um, and now the bit of Sea of Thieves that I've played, I think the projectiles feel very similar. Um, So I think if you want to get some kind of Sea of Thieves practice while Sea of Thieves isn't actually available to play, Fortnite, uh, which the Battle Royale is free, so it's free to play. Uh, Fortnite has a single-player game that you can pay for, but their Battle Royale is free. So uh, you could jump in there and and give that a try and kind of get used to using some of the um, sniper rifle technology because uh, that's one of the ways that you're actually going to do hand-to-hand combat with other pirates. Yep, for sure. For sure. One side note, uh, if you are looking to get some actual Sea of Thieves practice, it's too late now, but there is a stress test going <laughs> on right now. Uh, you won't hear about that, obviously. Uh, it's it's the weekend. But I think it definitely bodes well for there to be more stress tests in the future. So keep your eyes peeled on Twitter for that. Um, sea of Thieves on Twitter is where they announce yeah. all of that stuff. Definitely, definitely keep your eyes peeled if you're interested in playing. Because uh, you can get in and you can play around and have some fun. Um, I believe I saw, and I can't remember, um, I, I'm pretty sure they said they opened up uh, the other two factions uh, this weekend. Did they really? Oh, damn. Yeah, I need to get in and play before it's done then. I didn't realize yeah. the other factions were available. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's great. So I'm I'm sure that they're going to have more stress tests now that we, now I'm that sure. we've seen them drop it on us, like with, you yeah. know, an hour's notice. I'm sure that they're probably going to be doing more stress tests <laughs> yeah, and more beta, so, probably uh, even an open beta before the actual launch of the game. Keep a uh, keep a weather eye open, mm-hmm. sailors. Um, anyway, let's talk about combat. So um, basically two main types of combat in Sea of Thieves. OK, so you have hand to hand combat, which is. I'm a dude, I'm fighting another dude, we're swinging swords or shooting guns. Um, the other is ship-to-ship combat, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute. Um, that's where you're, yeah, obviously, a ship against a ship, and there's other variations of that. But um, hand-to-hand combat, you have, um, at, at, right now, you have four weapons, essentially, right? So your basic weapon... Uh, and, and very handy weapon is a sword. I mean, it's they're all piratey themed, obviously, because it's a pirate game. So you're a pirate. You have your pirate sword. Um, you can parry with it. Um, you can slash with it just by you know. Cl- I play on PC, so I click the mouse and I slash with it. Parry with right click to block. Um, in addition, you can lunge at an enemy. Which if you hold down the mouse button, 
you kind of charge. It's like up a big heavy arm. attack. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a big heavy attack, and you can you know thrust at them with a big you know high damage uh, strike. But you know, obviously you're you're a little bit uh, vulnerable while you do that. Um, swords are the most basic. Uh, attack, I find swords but it's also the really handy. Like when I'm well, actually yeah. when I'm trying to hit something and not miss, like sword is the easiest. Um, I found yeah, probably the sniper rifle the most difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. I could generally hit stuff with pistols, uh, and I haven't had a chance to try the the last weapon, which is the blunderbuss. Uh, but I'm sure it's going to be yeah. very shotgunny, so right up my yeah. alley. But um, yeah, the sword is the most I find like the most reliable. It's the easiest for me to kind of translate the the moves I'm making with my controller and my camera and my weapon like it translates the best for me uh right. so I don't I don't generally miss as much as I miss when I'm trying to shoot things like shark mouths yeah <laughs> for sure um and we'll kind of talk about the uses when we get to enemies as well but um I mean swords definitely super handy super useful um pistols is your next weapon um you get five shots in your pistol and again it's it's a little pistol. You you pull it out, you point it, you pull the trigger, and you hit whatever it is you're hitting. Um, they're pretty easy to aim, uh, and they do some damage. Um, sniper rifle is a, a little more difficult to aim, as we talked about. Um, it, you know, it's longer range, but there's definitely there's some bullet drop. The projectile speed is pretty slow on all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, the sniper rifle is not um, obviously doesn't have as much bullet drop as the pistol. But it is difficult to hit shots at range. Yes, um, yeah. In particular, one other thing to remember is that when you are scoping in with the sniper rifle, um, whoever you're aiming at is going to see a glint off of your scope. Yes, um, that actually that happens off of the, um, I noticed when the you were up in the crow's too. nest, yeah, up mm-hmm. off the telescope, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, then the, the last uh, weapon weapon is the blunderbuss, which is basically a shotgun. It's yeah. very short range. Um, again, that's one you had to buy in the beta, uh, or you had to buy it in both of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and obviously there's other blunderbusses that you can purchase that have varying levels of fanciness and, you know, whatever. Um, the last, uh, weapon, which not really a weapon, but, um, it's like a tactic tactic to use. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more of a tactic. Um, so on your ship as any good pirate ship would have, you have a big old keg of grog and you have a tankard that you can at any time run over and fill up and drink your fill of grog, which we assume to be alcoholic. Um, The more you drink, the drunker you get. And eventually you end up puking. If you have your wits about you, you can puke into the bucket that you use to bail your ship out and then put it away and just carry a, bucket of puke around i guess <laughs> gross. Uh, your own your own puke by the way little little gross um but what you can do is you can throw it on someone <laughs> and uh it it definitely uh disorients them covers their screen in green goo um and which obstructs their vision seeing. yeah right. so yeah. then they yeah they can't attack back at you quite as well so just uh just a uh you know as far as a tactic um kind of nice to have a bucket of puke with you uh you know to open up with um <laughs> I don't so. I've never actually been hit by the bucket of puke but you've definitely tried to throw it on me before <laughs> Oh yeah I mean of course that's I mean do you doubt it at all like well, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so anyway, I, I mean, tactic-wise, um, one thing to consider with this stuff is, and the devs have made this pretty clear, um, this is not an FPS game. Right. right? This is more of a role-playing game. Um, now, I mean, it uses an engine that can be used for FPS, but this is more of a uh, of a role-playing game than it is FPS. And so it's not going to have the finely tuned systems, you know, that you're going to see in an FPS of realistic physics or things like that. I mean, you shoot yourself out of a cannon. I mean, yeah. come on, like, you know, there's going to be craziness. So one of the things that they do in this game and, and they've done also in Fortnite is um, something they call the cone of accuracy. And it is um, often lamented by gamers in particular, more like pro gamers um, in that, you know, you're going to put that reticle on somebody's head, but the further you are away from them, your chances of hitting them just plummet because basically you're shooting in a cone, right? You're not going to have repeatable shots on target, right? It's it's going to kind of go to the left or the right or up or down, right? It's going to kind of just be shot out in a, in a cone, um, which in an FPS game can be frustrating. I know a lot of people are frustrated about that with Fortnite. Um, you learn to live with it. It's just part of the gameplay. But in this game, I think it fits. I think it's it's a good fit for this game because it's not an FPS. It's right, not it's not meant not to be super accurate. good. Yeah. Right. So I think it fits for this, but it's just something to keep in mind that like you can't necessarily like dial that sniper rifle in and hit headshots every time, right? You're going to take shots at somebody. You're going to miss them a lot yeah. if they're far away. Um, the closer you are, obviously, you know, uh, the more... The better. But the, and yeah, the, other the more thing, chances you have of hitting them, basically. Yeah, the other thing that I find really interesting with this game that um, I haven't really had in... I guess the closest thing would be um, in, a, like, a moving car when we're playing PUBG trying to shoot. But um, you when you're trying to shoot, especially uh, against in ship-to-ship combat, which we're going to talk about in a second... You have to remember that you are shooting from a moving target at a moving target. So there's a lot of different things to take into consideration. And I found that um, difficult to get used to, specifically in ship-to-ship combat using the cannons. It took me a while to kind of get used to calculating not only my movement, but then the other ship's movement and where that cannonball was actually going to go. Um, so that's kind of the the first most basic way that you do ship to ship combat is basically just shooting your cannons at each other. <laughs> um, right. That you do have to reload all the time, which was also like just the whole steps of like picking up the cannonballs, running to the cannon, loading the cannon, shooting the cannon, and repeat. Like it just like took a while to get used to doing that. But uh, right, so you it was super you can fun. carry you can carry ten cannonballs with you yes. at once. Right, that's the maximum and. On the smaller ship, your cannonball uh, storage is right there on the deck. Um, on the larger ship, it's down on the mid-deck, um, yeah. below decks. So you do have to kind of run back and forth a little bit, um, you know, to your to your cannon and, and all that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can definitely – I mean, 10 shots, you should be able to dial it in and start doing some damage um, yeah. and all that. One of the things in particular you want to do when you're shooting a cannon at another ship – you want to try to, and this is just a little, little tip, you want to try to hit them at the waterline, right? You want to punch a hole in their ship to where it's going to take on water. Um, right. It's going to slow their ship down. It's going to So then that takes to practice too, out. because when you're right. like, yeah. they're going up and down on waves, you're going up and down on waves right. and, you know, like 
So it does. It does. It takes a lot of practice. But I found like once I got a little bit frustrated trying to shoot cannons at them in the right spots, uh, the next thing that you can do is ram them with your ship, which is absolutely so satisfying. <laughs> it is a great tactic. Uh, your ship will take a little bit of damage, but it's definitely going to take less damage than the ship that you ram, especially yeah. if you kind of hit them broadside or, you know, in the back or whatever. Um, yeah, because your hull is a little bit more reinforced or, or whatever, so you can you can ram them. Well, and what damage. you can do is you um, can have one person steering and ramming the ship and the other person down in underneath doing any repairs that happen like right away because you know what you're doing. The other guy may not know right. what you're doing. Like they might realize right. too late that you're about to get rammed. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the key reasons you'd want to ram someone though, is that you want to, you want to ram them and quickly jump off of your ship onto their ship and then start doing hand to hand combat, uh, you know, in a boarding party of some sort. So um, that's definitely a, uh, a very valid tactic, um, mm. especially in the four man ship. Um, and this kind of brings up a good point in that there's probably some optimal way to divvy your crew up, right? And like have people. Yeah, doing we'll we'll talk stuff. a little bit more about team coordination and stuff in a later right. episode. But uh, but you're but right. Yeah, yeah those are the kind of decisions that the devs want you to make quite often. Is is trying to decide? Well, should we? You know, like should we all go do this thing, or should one of us stay behind? Two of us? Like, what's the best way to go about doing this? And uh, yeah. yeah, so and I don't know that there's like a best way to do it, but it's just going to be whatever works for your team, whatever risks you want to take, and again, we'll talk about it on the coordination and communication episode, but it definitely requires some teamwork to be successful in any kind of a ship to ship combat. But I know for me, boarding is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I like to board. Yeah, ships you're definitely by... a, a get on oh, the other yeah. person's ship, and oh, I'm absolutely. very much a stay back and make sure we don't sink. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which one works of the out like well then in in yeah. our in our crew is having people who prefer different roles. <laughs> absolutely, and one of the things I love to do is uh, either board a ship, jump on it, and start you know throwing puke on people, slashing them up with the sword. The other thing is the sword is relatively quiet. Mm. Um, you start shooting guns on the deck of somebody's ship, they're gonna they're gonna hear it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you jump on their ship and start slicing them up and uh, try to take it over. Another thing I like to do is um, shoot myself out of a cannon onto an enemy ship if we're further away. You just away. like shooting yourself on, out of cannons, period. <laughs> Any chance onto I get. islands, onto other ships, doesn't matter. <laughs> Any chance I get. I mean, it's a great way to get to an island quickly. That's I mean, true. Yeah. And you can also avoid some of the enemies like sharks. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, another thing I like to do, though, is... Um, jump off and if we have an explosive barrel which is another weapon that you can use um you can find them on islands they're big red barrels with i think x's on them you might say tnt i can't remember big gunpowder barrels right and when you shoot them they explode uh they also explode when a ship rams into them when they're floating in the water <laughs> so um tossing them overboard when you're getting chased like a depth charge is a great uh Tactic. deterrent yeah, exactly. I mean, they're at least going to have to deviate course. If they hit it, it's going to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, Especially if they have any that, down in their deck as well, then it's oh, all going to explode. <laughs> right. Uh, in lieu of that, if we don't have one of those, I like to jump off the back of the ship while we're being chased and just, you know, jump in the water, swim there for a little bit, you know, keep ducking under the water so they don't see me. And as the other ship swings in, I grab their ladder, right? 
climb up a little bit. Sometimes I'll climb right up and try to kill the guy steering the ship. Other times I'll wait a little bit and, you know, see if they notice me or not or whatever. (laughs) Um, But if you can get on the ship and kill the guy steering it or drop their anchor or deal a chest, (laughs) things like that, uh, definitely all valid tactics. It's there's so many different ways to fight and uh, kind of, you know, Go be after a pirate the cruise in this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, all's fair, right? Like it's piracy. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a, a very, very basic of how you ship to ship combat. We're going to get into uh, more detailed stuff about navigating the ships and, and getting in and out of combat and stuff um, in a, a future, I think in our next episode, maybe, or maybe, yeah, I think it's our next episode. We're going to talk about navigation and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's basically uh, the ship to ship combat. So why do you need to know combat? Hand-to-hand combat, ship-to-ship combat. Why would this ever come up? Well, we've already talked about other players and other ships, so there's the whole PvP portion, but there are some really cool NPC AI enemies built into Sea of Thieves as well. So if you guys watched the stream, then you definitely saw the skeletons and the sharks, but they're adding some more uh, kind of bigger, more, not necessarily more interesting, but definitely more difficult enemies that are going to be coming on when the live game is launched. And I don't even think that they've told us necessarily all of the things that are coming. That um, surprise me. But we do know that we're getting for sure uh, skeleton forts, which will come with bounties, which is um, the uh, one of the factions. I can't remember which faction. Um, the Order of Souls is going to be the yes. one sending you out on bounties at, at things like Skeleton Forts. And then also we're going to have the Kraken. So there's lots of really cool enemies. We, we'll start off with the, the ones that we've already seen. Uh, so Skeletons. They're everywhere, and you never know. They they pop up on every single island. <laughs> they just they seem to hate oh, yeah. pirates. <laughs> well, and and I don't know about your experience, but it, in my experience, it seems like as I'm getting close to somewhere where like there's going to be a clue that I have to do, or there's a treasure buried, it kind of seems like they pop up in those areas more than just randomly. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can always you can tell when you're going the right direction usually. Yeah, if a whole bunch of skeletons start popping up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they definitely pop up on all the islands. Um, they are hell bent on killing you, so yes. you have to be uh, on your guard for them. You'll hear them kind of. They only follow you. And, uh, yeah, they only follow you to the edge of the island, though. So if you do want to run away, you can run away, but you can uh, get in the water. Yeah, you yeah. can get in the water. But if you they get don't in swim. the if you get in the water, there is, is something that does swim, and those are the sharks. So <laughs> just because you're in the water might mean you're safe from the skeletons. That doesn't necessarily mean you're safe from the sharks. Um, I also right. noticed as we were playing through the beta and as we were leveling up, and I don't know if it was because we were going on harder missions or um, if it was looking at our level, but one way or another, the skeletons seemed to get better as we yeah. got, like as as we played more and more. Oh, absolutely. I noticed that in the beta and in the stress test, I noticed um, it seemed like in particular, so certain islands you uh, go by, larger ones in particular, will have cannons uh, mm-hmm. in, in strategic locations. And obviously the skeleton forts are are equipped with cannons as well. And the skeletons uh, prowling around the island or hanging out in the forts are more than happy to hop on those cannons and start shooting at your ship. And I know early on in the beta, as we sailed around, we're like, ah, yeah, whatever. They're shooting cannonballs at us. They're never going to hit us. 
I know later in the beta for me, and again in the stress test, it's like, oh, they're getting better. That man, that was like inches from hitting our ship. Like, had we not turned a little bit, it would probably have a hole in our hull. Um, so that's that's a cool uh, a cool mechanic as well. I, I think just hey you might get shot at going by an island by a skeleton. Yeah, well, and it's nice that they um, that they're not just trivial enemies all the time, you know, because right. that was something I was kind of worried about when we found our first few skeletons. It was like, okay, you whack it twice one with the sword or one yeah. pistol shot to the head and it's done. And I was like, well, like, why would you even bother putting these in the game? Because they seemed so trivial. Uh, but oh, yeah, their, their I mean, abilities leveled up quite quickly. Um, and again, yeah, I don't know on, how they necessarily um, decide what level the skeleton's going to be that you're fighting, but uh, it, it definitely did get better. It would definitely seem like they are, their spawn is triggered by uh, the presence of a player. Right. And it's probably based off that, that player's level. Because um, yeah, early on, when we went to our first island, we we jumped because the skeletons popped up. Um, it was like, oh, well, let me just headshot it with a pistol. Bam, turns into dust. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I mean, hey, I know we're really awesome at video games, but <laughs> come on. But like, that seemed a little shot, too easy. seems yeah. a little bit too easy. But then, like, you know, later on, there's guys that'll block stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, they definitely get more advanced uh, in their combat tactics uh, as you go on, I think. Well, and I think that that's a, a result of the AI that they've programmed because there was a, um, I think it actually, it might have been uh, the Shipwrecks YouTube video that was posted on the official Sea of Thieves um, YouTube account. But they were talking about the shark AI and they were saying how like they have actually programmed it so that the sharks know when you're in a shipwreck and oh, they'll actually circle around outside and like wait for you to come out. And I was like, I think that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, on the other on the other hand, like that means that when you're swimming inside the wrecks, then generally you're safe from sharks. But as soon as you pop your head out, a shark can take it off. And that it's, seems it's good. To be, yeah, that seemed to be the kind of hallmark of the sharks is they did seem to show up when you least expected it sort of out of nowhere, uh, that scared the crap out of me (laughs) more than more than once. (laughs) Yeah. They, you know, it's, it's cool that they do that because the shipwrecks, uh, can be really rewarding. Um, and I'm glad it's not just a, Oh yeah, well just dive down free loot, you know, walk away. Yeah. I'm glad that they are programming the sharks to kind of, you know, sense that you're down there yeah so uh so yeah the sharks are again you have to hit them a couple times i think i whacked one with my sword five or six times to kill them um but again they also seem to get better as well as like just the same way that the skeletons did is as the more sharks we saw the the higher our level got the more it seemed like i couldn't just dodge their bites as easily and i couldn't stab them as easily it was very much like if they got within biting range of me i was probably gonna die and it doesn't take very many shark bites to kill you it's only about two possibly three (laughs) i didn't notice that they were necessarily getting better i just noticed that there was more of them Mm, yes they were also initially it was like two and then uh later on as we were around level 10 it was like And I wonder if that was uh, because, yeah, there was especially when we were playing with more people, there were way more sharks. And I wonder if there is a function of that, too. Like how many people are in the water is going to uh, like maybe there's 
two or three sharks spawned per person could be could be a thing too but uh yeah, yeah. you're right they they seem to i found them to get a little bit tougher and they definitely came in larger numbers right which was right. uh so scary so many times <laughs> oh absolutely uh, so those are kind of the two elements that, that we've seen right now is skeletons and sharks, but there are, I mean, yeah, Sorry. So, I mean, you always have other players, right? So yes, like skeletons yeah. and sharks, fairly predictable in how you're going to, you know, plan and strategize and things like that. Players, obviously more unpredictable because it's a PVP oriented thing. The thing is though, you never really know what to expect when you see another ship. Like, do they want to attack you? Do they want to fight? You know, do they have anything to lose? Um, do you want to run? Do they want to run? Uh, do they want to be friends and maybe go take on some larger objectives together? Do they right. want to jump on your deck and play music? I, <laughs> you never know. The uh, um, the really I mean, interesting thing about that, too, is that um, there are, like I said, there's these bigger objectives, the Skeleton Force and the Kraken, that... Um, do act differently depending on how many yeah. uh like crews are taking it on so it's like you might even start as friends with another player thinking that you're going to go after the skeleton fort and then by the end of it it's like well now there's a chest full of loot um we're not friends anymore <laughs> fight yeah <laughs> so exactly it's uh, yeah, yeah they... other other players are, are definitely a, a wild card in sea of thieves absolutely and they've talked about a little bit uh, just mentioning it in passing that they they are considering some way to form like like shaky alliances, I think is what they termed it, mm. uh, with other players that you'll encounter in the game, right? So for something like a skeleton fort, which we'll talk about in depth here in a second, um, you need more than two to do it. Um, it's probably better if you have more than four just because there's so much going on in there. Um maybe it would be good to like, you know, hey, you see someone in an outpost and be like, hey, look, you know, let's go get that skeleton for it. You guys want to roll with us? Sure, you know, and then you can work out some sort of agreement and whether whether or not the game is going to give you tools to do that or you just have to do it. I don't think so. I don't think that the game is ever going to give you tools to necessarily do it because of the way they've set up skeleton forts. So again, there's a YouTube video all about the skeleton forts that was just posted, I think, in the last week on the Sea of Thieves YouTube that was uh, basically went into a lot of detail about the skeleton fort. So there's one active at a time in the Sea of Thieves. And the way that you know where it is, is there's a gigantic skull in the sky over top of the island where the skeleton fort is. And so you get a key. So you get an item for killing the captain who is kind of like at the, the kind of top of the fort. So you have to go through wave after wave after wave of skeletons that get progressively harder before getting to the captain who has a name and everything else. And he is a very difficult enemy. And for some reason, with both the skeleton forts and the Kraken, they're shying away from the term raid boss. But that's basically what this is. You yeah. are going to a location and you're having an extended boss fight that you need to have. And But again, they don't want to call them bosses, but that's basically what they are. So well, one important thing to note real quick with that when you uh, are, are doing them, these these skeleton forts are are pretty good size. Um, yeah, they're big. Into one, yeah, they're big. Um, well, and I don't even think um, so. When you say you've been into one, I don't think that there have been any in the game yet. So there have been islands no. manned with by skeletons, but the forts yeah. are bigger. 
This was definitely a fort-like structure. I don't know if it's the final version or not, but I definitely did poke around in there um, at one point. And one of the things to remember is every gun that you have, you can only have five rounds. Right. So you have to go all the way back to your ship if you run out of bullets and get more ammunition. Or scavenge so, and look for it, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe the skeleton force will be different, but you don't find uh, pistol, rifle, or, or blunderbuss ammunition just out in the wild, you know, right. like you would cannonballs or planks or anything like that. Um, that may change with skeleton forts. Just I hope it does because I was going to say it's an extended encounter and having to go back to your ship over and over or rely on that your sword point a lot seems silly to me. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, I you... hope that they, I hope that there's some way to get ammo when you're when you're in the forts because that would make sense, yeah, right? The skeletons have guns. It wouldn't surprise guns. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got to reload. So yeah, you know, it would make sense for them to have an ammo chest in there somewhere, and you have to find. Maybe they have three of them, you know, in the fort. And you, oh, here's one. Yeah, reload or whatever. Yeah. Um. So cool. when you actually make it through all the waves and you make it to the captain and you kill the captain, you get a key. The fact that it's a physical object means it's something you carry in your inventory, which also means that other people can steal it from you. Uh. So. If your team is like, let's say you are all by yourself. It's the four of you. You've gone through. You've cleared the skeleton fort. You get the key. The key opens a vault. Once the vault is open, anyone can loot the vault. And they have purposely designed it so that there is more loot in the vault than any one crew can carry. So you have to I make the decision. I thought this was amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, this is a great design decision. So you have to decide... Do you leave people behind to guard the vault? Do you um, like try to get as much treasure? Like, do all four of you take the four best things back to the ship and then come back and hope that the loot is still in the vault? Because again, these skeleton forts, until they're fully complete, there's a gigantic skull in the sky. So anyone can come and kind of take advantage of your work, your hard work. Um, so I thought this is this the whole steps from going from killing the captain all the way through. You can be looted or like things can be stolen and there, it's just it's ripe for sneaky yeah. piracy. And so that's what I mean when I said like, yeah, you could potentially ally yourself with a few other crews in order to get the captain down. But after that, like it's every man for himself almost. It's uh, it's awesome that you can't just go in there's four chests the four of you carry them back to the ship and you're done yeah oh yeah you definitely have to figure out the best strategy for for looting those vaults and you know if you even want to open it like you there you could take the key and then you know go back back go back to the ship come back later like let everybody disperse and then come back and open the vault at a different time yeah so one thing I'm wondering. Uh, there's a lot of interesting is, so, strategy around the skeleton forts potentially. Absolutely. So one thing I'm wondering is that so for example, when you're carrying a chest, if you get killed, you drop the chest. Right? Yeah. Someone can go grab the chest. I wonder if it's the same for that key or not. If it's not, that would be better. I think. Well, they they did that. say the key can be stolen. So Oh, okay. I imagine, so like, if you, physical, if you, it's a physical yeah. object, yeah. So you carry it in your inventory, and Interesting. then, yeah, if your inventory is full well, or whatever, or you, like, if I don't you know, die, that you like, carry it in your, carry it in your inventory as much as you're carrying that physical object, you know, 
In oh, your like hands, you would carry like a, a chest? chest? I don't. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. They weren't uh, because nothing in your inventory clear. can be stolen. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see what happens once those go live. But, but yeah, they did kind of a, you know, let's get back to the ship with this key and come back in 30 minutes once yeah. the island's cleared out. You know, they did uh, definitely say it's a physical object that you carry yeah. and can be stolen. So be um, interesting to see what that means. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in that. And then, so the final enemy, which uh, we haven't seen in any way, shape, or form on anything that we've done uh, in terms of oh, alpha so or excited. beta testing, is the Kraken. And the more I hear about the Kraken, the more excited I am. Because, oh my gosh, um, it's going to be so awesome. Basically, like I heard on one of the Sea of Thieves, it might have been the Sea of Thieves podcast. It might have been, because uh, the, there is an official rare Sea of Thieves podcast. Right. Um, I, they definitely mentioned it on a YouTube video or a YouTube um, video. Yeah, I, I can't remember yeah. that you can actually summon the Kraken so you could get a whole bunch of people together and summon the Kraken and try to defeat it. Uh, but otherwise, the Kraken basically exists in Sea of Thieves like a force of nature is how they described it. So very much similar to the storms, which we're going to we're going to talk about storms in a later episode. But um, essentially with the Kraken, you're going to have some warning, but not much. And essentially, you're going to see like an inky sort of mass in the water. So the Kraken, when it actually strikes, is going to be different every time. And how it prioritizes like players over ships or whatever, again, is going to be different every time. So there's the eight tentacles of the Kraken that will behave differently, whether it's attacking one ship or two or three or whatever, or if there's people in the water, um, it can do all kinds of crazy things to you. It um, can damage your ship. It can sink your ship. Um, you can actually like get inked the same way you get puked on and it obscures your vision. Um, it can actually like the Kraken tentacles can grab players off of the ship. So being on the ship is not any kind of guarantee of safety. So uh, you eventually can, assuming you survive, defeat the Kraken enough to make it retreat. But as far as I know, I don't think you can actually kill the Kraken. Um, yeah. But I think you get an achievement, I think, for, for basically fighting it off. But that is you get very loot? difficult to do. Do you get loot for fighting it off? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, but I so think what it does, hunting, like you, I said, you, well, um, I'm 99% sure that they said, and it might be specific to if you summon the Kraken, but I think there's a gear set that goes along with uh, okay, the Kraken. Yeah, okay. So you don't technically get like loot, like you don't get treasure, a treasure chest, but, yeah. but you get okay. access to a specialized I set see. of, of uh, like a, an appearance, basically. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so the Kraken, I'm really looking forward to. I love that the experience is going to be different every time. So it really does feel like the storms in that, like, you can't really learn the fight or plan for it in any way because sure. it's it's a very intelligent AI. Right. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Like, I feel like. I'm going to have the same sort of reaction to my first Kraken that I did to my first shark. Like, oh, except it, worse. Yeah. Well, yeah, worse. But I mean, I just feel like it's just going to be terrifying in, in a horrible, amazing way. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'm going to think it's amazing. I'll probably be cackling with joy when we get attacked by a Kraken for the first time. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's a basic rundown of combat and enemies in Sea of Thieves. 
Uh, I hope you guys liked it. If you haven't already, go and check out the Sea of Thieves YouTube account because there are a lot of these uh, kind of, I think they're called like inside stories or something. They're about five minutes at most for these videos and they give you a quick little overview of, of some of the, the features in the game, including like we just talked about the skeleton fort. So if you guys want some more information, the Sea of Thieves YouTube is a great resource. Um, we also did get a question this week over at uh, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. That's where we've been having all of our shipwrecks and shanties conversations. So Servotech wrote in and said, I kind of like the idea of playing a big fat pirate, but it seems like it would be a huge disadvantage in a firefight because of a big hitbox. Is there anything to offset this disadvantage? Uh, so Siv, you did some research and found the answer to this? I did. I went to a site called Reddit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that, that took me to the Reddit <laughs> uh, through the Google. Uh, no, uh, a quick little internet search. Uh, found some stuff on the official CSEVs forums as well as on uh, the Reddit uh, page. And one of the developers did confirm that uh, everyone does have the same hitbox size. Um, and while that will give maybe a slight advantage to a larger sized pirate in that someone may be aiming for them and think that they're going to shoot him and hit him in the side um, and miss. Which Honestly, was, which was my question as I was like, okay, so right. if everyone's hitbox is the same size, does that mean the skinny pirates have like, I'll think I'm missing them, but I'm actually going to hit them. And then the fat pirates, I'm thinking I'm hitting them, but I'm actually missing them. Um, that, that was that my will question be true there. to an extent. Um, however, again, like the whole cone of accuracy thing, uh, is in play here. So, I mean, I mean, first off, why are you aiming for like somebody's the edge hip? of a player? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't aim for the edge of them, aim for the middle of them, uh, you know, at least, but again, like, you know, you, you're going to have variation with the cone of accuracy. It's not, it's not like a high skill FPS. It is more of a, of an RPG. It's, it's just going to have some randomness built in the combat anyway. Um, I mean, honestly, like, here's the thing. If you're close and you have your gun pointed at a pirate, uh, you're probably going to hit them. That's, you know, it doesn't matter what size they are. Um, you know, it's not like you're going to shoot them from halfway across the map. That isn't a thing. The guns don't even reach that far. Um, you know, you really yeah. Can't we actually hit had problems like sniping ship to ship. Even <laughs> oh, it's really difficult. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's drop and it's just it's slow projectiles, so it just takes a while for that bullet to get there. And they've moved since then. And I mean, it's just the game is not designed around let's have a sniper contest, right? Yeah, like which I'm kind it's, of it's glad. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's it's meant to be hectic and chaotic and hand to hand and let me ram my ship into this guy's ship and then jump off and start hitting him with a sword kind of a game. Um, as opposed to, you know, your PUBG or, you know, your rainbow six or whatever it is. It's, it's not that kind of a game. Um, the gameplay is not intended to be that way. So they didn't design it that way. Um, so long answer to the question, but everybody does have the same size hitbox. Uh, so play whatever pirate tickles your fancy. <laughs> On that note, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, Siv, where can folks find you online? As always, you can find me on Twitter at Siv underscore A-I-E. And you find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. So until next time, drink up, me hearties. Yo-ho! Yo-ho!